Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WGR Sports Radio 550. It's time to take a look inside high school sports. Now, here's your host, Tony Caligiri. Brought to you by Mighty Taco. Mighty Taco would go great right about now. By Minio and Sapio Italian Sausage. Taste the difference quality makes. And by Dent Neurologic Institute. Developing solutions to neurological problems faced in our community. Good morning. Welcome to Inside High School Sports. It's amazing what we get uh, caught up talking about here. Thanks, Derek. <laughs> I'm only to- flailing about right now. <laughs> hey, buddy, I know the feeling. <laughs> Believe me, I've been there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we're having a great time here just discussing football with uh, Tim Mislinski. All right, set the table here. It is Inside High School Sports. I'm back from my week off at uh, the Coaches Clinic, and I want to thank uh, James McNally for a fantastic job, Ray uh, Turpin. Uh, by the way, happy birthday, Ray. I know tomorrow is your birthday. President of NASA, it was a great, great clinic. We'll get into talking a little bit about that. Uh, later on, we have Derek Wangler from uh, Niagara Gazette here. Frank is here. Roger, as I mentioned, Tim Mislinski and Christina Hartman from Sacred Heart. We're going to talk some girls lacrosse today. We have uh, news and notes and all that kind of fun stuff. Uh, draft going on with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, so we got a lot to going on. Morning, guys. Morning, y'all. Yeah, I missed that. <laughs> How you doing, Frank? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm I'm all pumped up about football. I I, I can't understand why the draft, uh, the clinic last week, uh, recertified this week. Uh, I'm all in. Anybody from Western New York drafted yet? I don't think so. I don't think so. I haven't heard. If they did, they didn't make it. Uh, should be today though. Oh, it yeah, could be with think. Chad. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if anybody else is uh, being no, considered. No UB players. Derek, have you heard of any uh, local Section 6 kids that uh, might, you know, former Section 6 or Monsignor Martin that might have a chance besides Chad? Uh, I'll follow up on this right now. Uh, give me a little bit. Sure. Yeah, I haven't heard anybody from UB or Canisius um, being drafted yet, but it'd be interesting, and uh, hopefully we can get somebody uh, out of Western New York other than Chad. Chad's yeah. going. We know Chad's going. Just don't know where. All right, so uh, we have all that going on. News and notes, guys. Raj, what do you have, buddy? Well, I'm going to start off... Uh Proudly, uh, our good friend, uh, We I missed this last week, I wasn't aware of it, Paul Stasiak was enshrined, whatever you want to call it, on the JFK Wall of Fame uh, really? week before last. So uh, couldn't happen to a nicer and more deserving person than our friend Great Paul. Great guy, yeah. Uh, my wife found something on the website uh, somewhat related to Paul. Uh, I guess uh, Gil Licata was awarded some kind of an administrator uh, special award or something like that. Oh, by uh, the way, the, Gil, your school's awesome. Uh, the print you you like Star Point, isn't that something? <laughs> That's beautiful. What a nice yeah. auditorium. One of the nice best gym to me. One of the best kept secrets outside of uh, the northern part of uh, Western New York. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, softball today. Uh, this might not surprise you. I guess uh, drainage at uh, Walden Pond uh, Park is not uh, one of the greatest things and. 
the uh, Depew tournament, which I was really looking forward to to see all the teams, has been canceled. Uh, didn't think the Diamonds would even be playable tomorrow. So uh, no chance to have make updates. The schedules is just too horrendous. Uh, there are going to be four games today. I guess St. Mary's, Frontier, St. Mary's of Lancaster, I said, Depew, and Will North. I guess they're going to play... Each team's going to play two games. I can't remember the matchups. I don't have them in front of me. But that will be at Will North today at 1 o'clock and 3 o'clock. For you softball junkies, I'm sorry, but that's about the best I can do. That's uh, your fault. They have, uh, they're going to play one game on the uh, normal, what used to be the Varsity Diamond there. I guess the ground crew will have it ready by 1 o'clock. And the other game will be played on their new turf combination. Boy, if you haven't seen that and you like softball, there's two reasons why I'd say head to Will North today. Alright, well speaking of softball, if you don't get your fix this week, how about next weekend? The Cardinal O'Hara High School is announcing the 7th Annual Sean Patrick Scott Memorial Baseball slash Softball Tournament will be held on the weekend of May 6th and 7th at Michael J. Brennan Field at Cardinal O'Hara High School. Preliminary round begins uh, Saturday at 9.30 a.m. Championship games will be held on Sunday at 1.30 for softball, 3.30 for baseball. This year's tournament features girls softball teams from Cardinal O'Hara, Pioneer, City Honors, Charter School for Applied Technologies. The boys' baseball teams will feature Cardinal O'Hara, Hutch Tech, Depew, and City Honors. The uh, annual Coach Ray Queso Senior Sportsmanship Award will be presented to players from each team. This award honors the memory of longtime Cardinal O'Hara baseball coach who passed away suddenly in December of... 14, the tournament honors the memory of Sean Patrick Scott, student and captain of the baseball team at Cardinal O'Hara High School who died in an accidental drowning uh, in 2004. Admission is free. So uh, you want to get your baseball and softball fix in for that day, go check it out. Also, Section 6 is having their Hall of Fame golf outing. It'll be Saturday, June 24th, 1 p.m. shotgun start at Holland Hills Country Club, the cost is $80 per player. Uh, teams of two or four uh, you could have includes lunch, dinner, cart, 18 holes, cash bar. Payment is due at registration on June the 24th. So if you want further information, you can go to section6.e1b.org. You got that, Raj? I know you're an I was just going to ask you, could you repeat that right about from the Section 6 banquet in? <laughs> sure. I'll give it to you during the break. And also, our buddy Brian Baker wants to uh, remind everybody about the uh, training development uh, clinic that they have coming up. Yes, it is Sunday, May 21st from 2.30 to 4. It's open to girls in grades 6th through 8th. Um, they're looking for cash donations. Uh, those will go uh, to fight uh, for uh, breast cancer, and uh, the price is ten bucks. Oh, by the way, happy belated birthday, Brian! Anything yeah. else for news and notes? Yeah, a couple things. I mean, you read half of them for me, so thank Sorry. you very much. No, this isn't a union job. I apologize. Job. It's excellent. Okay, first and foremost, I want to announce these uh, letter of intent signings over at Will East this past Monday. 
Uh, thanks to Mark DeFilippo for sending these to me. Leah Rogers uh, will be playing field hockey at Division II Mercyhurst. She was a first-team All-Western New York player this past season. Haley Skidmore, she's also going to Mercyhurst. She was 12th in section scoring this past season for field hockey. Jessica Weaver heading to Fairmont, Division II softball. She was ECIC first team last year. And Alana Kramer, uh, track and field at University of Buffalo. She holds six school records. Alexis Novak, she is going to play at Florida Southern, a Division II school for volleyball. She's been all West New York player uh, for the past two seasons. Sticking to Will East, my good buddy Adam Maluso is hosting another sled hockey game against uh, the Will East Flames, where he is a student. Um, his Buffalo Sabres Gold Intermediate sled hockey team will be taking on his uh, high school hockey team at Will East. Adam will have an opportunity to wear a Flames jersey. That is May 13th from 3 to 5 out at the Northtown Center on rink number 2. I want to give a shout-out to a great job last week by everybody involved with Will North's sled hockey game. Matt Henry had an opportunity to wear a Spartans jersey. That was pretty cool to watch him uh, do that. And he scored the only goal for Williamsville North as they were beaten by the gold intermediate team. I believe it was 8-1, to one, a thrashing. Uh, freshman uh, Gianna Fazalari. I hope I'm not butchering that name, but she's only a freshman at Sacred Heart. She just hit her eighth home run, Roger. Her eighth <laughs> awesome. home run over Mount St. Mary's the other day. <laughs> A uh, big victory there. I want to give a shout-out to her. And then Aaron Hufford, you know her dad, Kevin? Yes. Well, get this. Last Monday, she pitched against O'Hara. She gets the win there. Same day, she rushes back over to Depew High School to Track. run for the Lancers. Yeah. and she, I saw the video. <laughs> she came in first to both events, the 100 and the 200 show. She's quick. Shout-out to her. Thanks to Kevin and Missy for getting me that information. And I don't know if I have any other news and notes. You read pretty much everything I was going to read. So You should I guess... see Aaron on uh, what I call the 80-yard dash. That's to run around the bases. <laughs> you know. Doesn't take long, does it? No, and uh, her biggest problem when it comes to running is she likes to run through stop signs. <laughs> you know, the coach says stop there, and, you know, her momentum is such that by the time she hears stop, she's halfway to the next base. She says, oh, well, I might as well finished the trip stop i don't know nothing about no stinking stop but so (laughs) much fun to watch boy can she play the game canisius college is getting a good one and then i want to give a shout out to the crews working on the fields out at will south that's coming together nicely it's leveled off and they're they should be ready to go by next fall they're getting of course a new football field there and baseball softball complex that's going to look really good kenmore west uh over at their school uh that big pile of dirt that looked like they had you know they were burying bulldozers. Well, they're that's hard at Crosby, at work. right? No, well, that's at the actual field itself. Ken, that's at the high school itself. I was just going to oh. ask you, where are they playing their softball games this year? Far away. Well, no, not What's too far, far away. away. Over at Sheridan. Oh, okay. That's not bad. No, not, no. not too bad. Right. But, I like Sheridan. Yeah, that's a. They're over at Sheridan right now. Sheridan one and two for boys and girls. Are they by Louis? Right next to Louise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't deliver there, but maybe with Uber we, coming we in, we made it get through them. 10 minutes before he mentioned food. That might be a record. <laughs> that is a record. But major shout out to those guys. I know those kids are really waiting and hoping that you know they can play. It's kind of a, it sucks that some of those seniors aren't going to be able to play at that new field at sure. Ken West, but it is what it is. It's getting done. And I noticed at Crosby, they do have the bleachers up. You know, they had that old concrete stands, uh, 
for on the home side. On the home side, yeah. Well, you know that was demolished, and they have bleachers up now. It looks really nice, and they'll be ready to How's go. How's the they, press box look? Uh, I didn't get a good look at that. Okay. I think we're going to be getting wet. We did though. a couple of games up there. We'll have to see. I don't think they even started on that part of it yet. They do need a new scoreboard, though. Mm-hmm. They need a new scoreboard, and I think that's coming as part of the uh, part of the package deal they got. So that's cool. I mean, Ken West will be playing their football games, I believe, there next year. We hope. We hope. Once again, uh, thank you to Aaron Hill from USA Football, uh, Ken Stolt from Heads Up, Chad Bartosik from Franklinville, Ellicottville, and Heads Up Football, Coach James McNally, and uh, Ray Turpin of NASA. We had an excellent coaches clinic. Great showing. It's just a blast to sit around talking football, watching videos. The things that I learned uh, were amazing and just blown away by uh, McNally's presentation and uh, Shadow Sports demonstrating. Now, Tim, uh, we were talking before the program because you're familiar with the uh, Shadow Sports. Yeah, they do a fantastic job. That's something that we're looking into to get up at, at Clarence for football. But we're using those wheels, and it's fantastic. Uh, it's good stuff. I mean, the, the advancement in football is, I think, beyond any other sport. Um, and I just the safety of the player has come first, not only in how we coach, but also in what the kids are using for equipment. Yeah, and, and now the high schools are incorporating, as you said, heads-up football. If anybody's not familiar with it, it's just as it says. Your head is up. You're avoiding head-on collisions or rugby-style tackling. You notice uh, in a lot of the presentations, credit going to the Seattle Seahawks with Coach Pete Carroll, who's been a big proponent of rugby-style uh, tackling. You know, you, you approach the tackler, you put your knee out forward, your shoulder, same shoulder to him, head to the side, wrap and roll. And it's uh, it's a effective technique for tackling. It's a great. Uh, you go Pete Carroll, and you go right online, and you watch his presentation, and you show all those crushing hits in the rugby field. And then and he said, "Why aren't we doing this in football? Why are we are putting our players in in danger uh, for head injuries?" And so he kind of changed that a little bit. And then heads up came. So the combination of the two, it's a safety first program, and I love it. Because football for a while, everyone you say that the concussion word and everyone freaked out. Right, and and you saw a major drop uh, in in the football numbers, and I think you're starting to see it come back up because the advances, like I said, not only in the coaching, but the advances in the technology with the helmets. Nationwide, 2016 saw numbers go up yeah. after a down period, like you were uh, talking about, and I think a lot of it is 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 that it's a. Uh, uh, relaxing fears that uh, that moms had about uh, letting their their uh, their children play little league football, and uh, I think that what they're doing is absolutely fantastic. You know, one of the neat things about the presentation that McNally put on is that the NFL incorporates mixed martial arts and sumo wrestling. It just blew my mind away, and how you were able to take uh, disciplines from them and use it for football, very effective. So uh, we had a great time, and uh, of course, as I mentioned, thanks to Star Point High School for uh, letting us use their facilities. All right, let's get in. Well, Roger, you had a question? I just want to mention we should uh, acknowledge the good job that uh, Nate did. Uh, oh, yeah, thank you, uh, Nate. A week ago, and uh, you better be on your toes, Anthony. 
There's somebody there that can step right in. He's look good. Oh, there's yeah. a million people that could step in yeah. and uh, oh, take no, my no, shoes. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> there are plenty out there. So uh, thank you, Nate, uh, very much for allowing me to take uh, the Saturday off and being able to spend time with that clinic. Of course, today, uh, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention uh, Chad Kelly having a chance to be drafted. A you know, Western New York guy, and you know everybody's familiar with his background. St. Joe's, his uncle Jim, uh, you know everything that's gone on in college. Don't know the extent of the wrist surgery that he had or where he is, but uh, it's something to keep an eye on. Derek, you were looking into uh, some, seeing if anybody else locally would be up for a draft. Any luck? No, there's nothing looking like for whether it's UB prospects or anyone from Western New York area that is on the NFL's draft radar here in day three. Are you hearing anything as to where Chad, what round Chad could go in, or any teams that might even be interested in him? I'd say it's a terrible case of timing here for Chad Kelly. The two surgeries here, one with the knee and now with this wrist, I don't know if a team is going to go ahead and draft him if they feel the, that they can try to sign him right out and not need to allocate a pick on him. So, so you're thinking be, possibly unrestricted free agent. I at, think he might end up as an undrafted free agent, but the good news for Chad would be he gets to pick whatever team offers him a deal. Interesting. That's All right. That's very interesting. Best of luck, Chad. Uh, we'll be uh, monitoring that today. What about Jordan Johnson from UB? I don't expect him to be a draft. Would he have a chance to go to a, be invited to some team as a free agent? I don't I, I don't never know. thought, you know, I don't think he was used most effective to the best of his effectiveness at the time of UB. Uh, when he was called upon, he seemed to do the job, and yet he was... Maybe because the program has been struggling so much in the last couple of years. Um, who knows? Well, best I hope of luck so, to because it, I, I'd love to see him get a shot. Sure, really sure. We're always rooting for Western New Yorkers. All right, we have a few minutes before the break. Let's get started on girls lacrosse, as we mentioned. And I introduced already uh, Tim Mislinski of uh, Frontier. And we also have Christina Hartman of Sacred Heart. Derek Wangler, he's just kind of hanging out over there. Uh, Derek, you have any thoughts on the draft and whether we're going to get uh, Chad picked or not? No, I got nothing, Tony. Thanks for bringing me in, though. Appreciate it. Uh, always a pleasure to have you here. <laughs> Christina, good morning. Good morning. It's a pleasure to have you here. Uh, we're going to get in, obviously, talking girls lacrosse. This is a growing sport, uh, obviously, for boys and girls. So I'll ask you, I mean, we know with the boys, it's just the uh, amount of interest. Uh, is it like that for the girls' side? Are you guys seeing more and more uh, kids participating? Yeah, I've seen a lot more kids come out and try for the team. We usually have on at Sacred Heart, our JV team is mostly beginners so we're really teaching them at JV how to play but this past year we actually had a lot of freshmen that came in knowing how to play the game already and I have two up on varsity with me so I've definitely seen people come in more with experience and the numbers have definitely grown in the last couple of years that I've been there. Tim are you seeing a growth on the girls side? It's a tremendous growth it's actually it's actually the fastest growing sport in the United States both for boys and girls. Um, just in Western New York, uh, within the past two years, there was a new club called Empress that has started, and those numbers have swelled where they have now five uh, teams playing in all throughout Western New York and going into Ohio, not only in the summer but the winter. So you're seeing this great growth. And, and what I find fascinating, it all started 
you know, uh, with the Native Americans, and it just has completely blown up from there. It's a spiritual game, and it's just, it's a beautiful game to watch. If you've never watched a girls lacrosse game, I find it an aesthetically beautiful sport. You got to have skill, you got to have speed, and if you can watch two really good teams play, it's, I think it's an awe-inspiring, especially high school event to watch. Yeah, absolutely, and the, uh, enthusiasm towards the game is incredible. Yeah, I mean, I I just, last night we played uh, Lancaster, uh, and this is, I think, one of the better rivalry games in Western New York, uh, Frontier, uh, Lancaster, uh, Girls Lacrosse, and it's just a battle every year. And uh, I was looking around. I was so lost in the game. I looked around. And I said, "Wow, there's a lot of people at this game," and it was it was it was a feisty game. Uh, we had uh, three football coaches were coaching at the time. Uh, uh, Julie's husband is now uh, from Airville. He's his her defensive coordinator, and so for he. Started, oh, that has to be interesting. Yeah, so you, so you got me, uh, Rick Mahalik, who who's also an old football coach. He's my defensive coordinator and a great basketball coach at Frontier. And, uh, and, and coach over there, and I heard him barking on the sidelines, like, oh, I feel like I'm in a football game. <laughs> but it was a very physical game to watch. It, it, was, it was fun. It was enjoyable. And just to see two teams just play just so intense and focused, it's, it's awesome. It doesn't matter what sport it is, but when, you, when it's your sport, it's pretty cool. Well, you look what Julie's done with the Lady oh, Monsters yeah. as far as growing the game and starting them, and starting at such a young age. And that you know has grown now, like as you said, with the other stuff coming in there, it's incredible. Uh, you know, so hats off to Julie Bucieri, oh, does yeah. such a great job. And she started. My daughter played for her, you know, and when she was a little thing with tennis balls, I still remember being at the practices. So <laughs> it's pretty cool. All right, let's take a break. We come back. Uh, you guys can kind of break down uh, who are some of the better teams, who's doing well, maybe a shot at states, uh, and of course, uh, what players are shining so far this year. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. Oh, that's the kind of energy I need, D. Thank you. You're listening to Inside High School Sports. Tony Caligiuri, Frank Wolf, Roger Weiss, Christina Hartman from Sacred Heart, and Tim Mislinski from Frontier talking girls uh, lacrosse. Draft coverage starts at 11 o'clock, D. What's going on, buddy? Well, turn your mic on. Let's try that again. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we've got Nate Geary coming in, Sal Capaccio on site down at One Bills Drive. We've got a plethora of people coming in today. Nate's hosting. Ryan Gates is here. I am here as well to help out with draft coverage for day three as rounds four through seven go on. The third day starts at 12, but we've got coverage an hour early. That's coming up just a little less than a half hour away. Beautiful. Thank you much. Tim's ears perked up when we said Nate Geary, a.k.a. Sunshine. You coached him, didn't you? Yeah, I was uh, I was the uh, offense-defense line coach with Nate, and uh, he was the quarterback, and we ran triple options. So uh, we were all over him. I love Nate. He's a good kid. I was... I, I, when I found out he started working here, my smile went ear to ear because that's perfect for him. Tell us what type of player he was. I tell you what, he's a gritty football player. 
you know, when you run the triple option, you're a quarterback. You're going to get hit on every play, and you read it, too. It's not like we're telling the kid what to do. You have three options on every play. Now I know why Derek hits him all the time in the hallway. <laughs> Probably that, makes no, him that's, smile. No, that's too. unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> Derek's having flashbacks. <laughs> yeah, no, he was a great football player. I enjoyed coaching Nate. He's a, he's a good kid, and I'm glad everything's going really, really well for him. Awesome. Anthony, you mean Nate even shows his moves in the hallway here at the studio? Yeah, he tries to it, but uh, Derek lays him out. No dude. kidding! Wow, it's, it's vicious. It, you know, it's a tough hallway here. You got to so watch, especially why, if there's food in the bistro. That's why he's not here yet. He's on concussion <laughs> protocol because of all the hits. In he's the taping hall. up and getting ready. <laughs> he's putting on the foil. <laughs> putting on the foil, coach. For every game. We're getting out of hand here. All right, let's get back to talking uh, girls lacrosse and uh, some of, and Derek Wangler's here uh, from the Niagara Gazette. We're covering everything. Uh, Derek, you getting everybody out in uh, the Niagara uh, Niagara County range, uh, you know that area covering the schools uh, teams that you see, teams that you're impressed with. Uh, well, I mean the the really the the big school out there uh, is Niagara Wheatfield with uh, you know being right on the reservation there. I mean they've uh, a lot of great. Uh, lacrosse athletes and you know it's just kind of a way of life for them um so yeah i mean they're uh they got a you know they're always pretty competitive in uh in, in class b um they have uh Tris- tiffany christ tiffany christina christofinelli okay tiffany christina <laughs> we got it there's a lot of uh, uh a lot of vowels in there uh marissa marcott uh jaslyn kirkland uh you know they um they had a a, a big 18 to 4 win over will north uh last week um, and then, uh, so they're, uh, they're, a, they're, a, you know, pretty good team. They're in class B and then, uh, Grand Island actually moved down into class C, uh, where I think they, they can be pretty competitive. Obviously, uh, you know, uh, Tim was just saying Lakeshore is, uh, is, is pretty much the class of, uh, of class C, but Grand Island, uh, you know, I thought that was pretty interesting that they were, you know, a class C school. They're a pretty big school, but they, uh, and they were pretty competitive in class B last year. Um, so we'll see how they do in class C. Uh, I mean, the big thing, uh, be- between those two schools uh, Grand Island has always kind of been chasing Niagara Wheatfield because, like I said, Niagara Wheatfield has been the class uh, of that area. Um, and, you know, there's a little NFL connection there. There's an, there isn't a Niagara Frontier League in girls lacrosse, but there's a little connection there uh, as far as rivalry goes. And so they play each other. Niagara Wheatfield is at Grand Island on May 8th. Um, so that should be, a, you know, probably one of the best uh, 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 matchups uh, for the Niagara area if you, know, you want to go out and see some girls across. That's May 8th, Niagara Wheatfield at Grand Island. And Wheatfield's a high-scoring team. I mean, they, they'll, they'll light up the scoreboard. Definitely. It just seems that way. I mean, with boys or girls, they're they're gonna they're gonna put points up. Uh, Tim, direct question for you: uh, How many quote out of class uh, games do you guys play? And what I have in mind would in girls lacrosse is there a potential uh, match between Lakeshore and Frontier? Well, we actually usually always play Lakeshore every year. This is the first year that we haven't played them. Um, haven't or won't? Haven't. Not won't, just haven't. I scheduled uh, Erie McDowell this year. I had an opportunity to play a team out of state, and that's always fun for the girls. But Lakeshore is a fantastic team. Oh, uh, last year, uh, they destroyed us. Uh, they, they got that wow. Scanlon girl. Alyssa well, I was Scanlon. just gonna say, she's, she's going to say she's going to Louisville. She's Louisville she, for lacrosse. You know, you see her on a basketball court, uh, and, you know, well, they got the two, right, when they got someone, the two when she sets a pick, girls, yeah. yeah oh, when yeah. she sets a pick, it's like running into a tree. Yeah, she's you know? fantastic. But and, and for her size and all that, she's very agile and mobile. And uh, I think uh, 
I saw her in the championship game last year, uh, lacrosse. They just won by a goal. Was it a goal or yeah, something? Yeah, they played Amherst. That, yes. that was always a real yes. – I mean, they talk about two teams that get after it. But that's another great uh, – whenever they play each other, it's a great game to watch. Right. Um, but uh, this Give us a heads up. If there is a chance that Frontier and Lakeshore could meet up late in the season – I don't know if you have a full schedule yet. Yeah, we're all full up. But oh. We'll definitely we'll get them back on the schedule. We'll probably scrimmage them, too, down the way. Uh, the coach, Hannah, does a great job down exactly. there. Exactly. Thank you. Who's coaching Amherst now? Yeah, Joanna retired. Right? Yeah, I thought yeah. she retired after last year. Uh, and didn't her daughter take over one year? Yeah, they've been going through kind of like a wheelhouse right now. They, they've they just been going through about three or four different coaches. Joanna Phils, Thiles? Yes, and she's she's a coach. She's a three-sport coach. Right. And I don't know how she does it. I'm on two. I'm I, I'm, I'm, I'm going crazy. Burned out on two, two sports, yeah. And she's a three-sport coach. But she's a teacher, and she's an educator, and she's, she's doing good stuff over there. Yeah, and they've always had a heck of a program. And you guys are having a fantastic year as well. Yeah, we're playing well, I, and I think it starts with kind of my senior leadership. I got this uh, Savannah Gonzorik and Hannah Kennedy. Savannah's going to St. Bonnie to play, and Hannah Kennedy is actually going to run cross-country at, at SUNY Geneseo. 99.9 average, I think she has. She's one of the smartest girls I've ever met wow. in my entire life. But uh, they're, they're two captains, and kind of their leadership that they bring to to our team helps us so much. You could take my four-year average in high school, add them together, and I don't <laughs> to get even think we'll get right by exactly. I think I'm still short. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're blessed. I, and like I said, I, I got, I'm working with Rick Mahalik, you know, and he's a basketball guy. And if you ever watch girls across, it's 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 basketball in a huge field. It's even the markings are very similar to the paint and the eight meter and stuff like that. So he's taking over the defense. And, you know, I got Jen Pasternak, uh, Kristen Curran, Mariana Leck, and Emily Smart, senior leadership. Jen's going to Bridgeport out in Massachusetts. So just what he's been able to, that basketball background that he's been able to bring in is pretty cool. Do you get a lot of girls hockey players? I had in the past. I had Allie Edwards last year, who's actually playing at SUNY Cortland, who is a stud for me. Uh, I have uh, Taylor Gein, who's a, who's a hockey player. And then I've had two girls um, that were uh, on the Frontier Orchard Park team um, in Fitzroy. Yeah. Uh, who's flop. who's yeah, a flop. great – and Flop, yeah. Yeah. And Gabby DeMeo. Oh, she's oh, yeah. an incredible hockey player. And I tell you what. So is Fitzroy. If you – she eventually – both of them are eventually going to be tremendous lacrosse players. But they're just doing so much hockey. And, you know, yeah. I don't blame them. I want them to do three sports. You know, you get all these coaches going, oh. You know, you only play. No, you have no. to play multiple sports. You look at uh, sports. there was a stat out for the, all the players that were drafted. Mm-hmm. They're all multiple 30, sport players. Thirty out of thirty-two, mm-hmm. something like that, out of the first round. Yeah, yeah. those that were drafted in the first round yeah. played multiple. College sports coaches are looking for multiple sports. I players. think we do our kids a disservice by just sticking them into lacrosse. Plus, you just, take a chance of burning them out. Yeah, I mean, it's just your mind gets burned out, your body gets burned. Sure, out. it's crazy. Christina, I, how about you? Do you have a lot of hockey players playing for your team? Not so much on lacrosse. They more come out for our field hockey team. Um, but we've had a lot of – there's a lot of pe- girls that play field hockey that also play lacrosse. So our leader in ground balls right now is going – it's Kayla Bloss. She's going to Northwestern for field hockey. So a lot of skills relate to different sports. So when athletes come in and they play multiple sports, it really is beneficial for yeah, them. I noticed there's a lot of uh, hockey players that will go and play either baseball 
or lacrosse. I see their names all the time. In fact, I just saw Jake Zerat's name. He's a catcher at Will North. He's, he was one of the kids that was going to go to UB, but since they dissolved the baseball oh. program, it was nice. I heard that he was uh, now committed to Canisius. His best friend is Mike Stefan from Will East. He's also at Canisius. So those two guys are going to play together, and it was cool that he liked to give him a little bit of a shout-out. Um, but uh, there's a lot of kids in that Will North team that once hockey's over, some go play baseball, and then a lot of them go play lacrosse. And I just mm-hmm. want to know if it was the same for the girls. Yeah, I think it is, like, over when other schools, like I know Mount Mercy, um, Brianna Goronsky, I believe yep, her name she's is. she's a hockey player. She, yeah, she's their goalie, and she's okay. the top goalie in Monsignor Martin, and she's always the toughest goalie to beat because she's a hybrid. She plays high and low, so you can't just shoot one specific way. You have to really kind of fake her out. Tell us more about your team as uh well, you know how you guys doing? How you faring up? And you know uh, what my senior Martin looks like. Uh, right now, we're doing really well. We're five and zero overall, and three and zero in our league, or four and zero in our league. And the girls, I really have a great group this year. Um, they really come together. And last year, I also had a really good group, and we in the semifinals kind of lot we lost and. The fire has kind of burned for the last year and all of my returning players. So they've already committed to kind of winning and going all the way this year, last season. So it's really shown this year with how everyone starts to play together and their attitude and their focus level. And it's really nice to kind of see and they're enjoying and having a lot of fun. We're touching on things that we didn't even get to touch on last year because we were just building our foundation. So I think that this year's been a lot better for us. Um, we have our we have four captains this year. The one Alexa Perna is actually signed to go to Mercyhurst next year. She's she's our senior. Our other one Sarah Krieger. She could go play if she wanted to, but she's actually going into the military. And our other two are actually juniors, which is Gina Perna, Alexa's sister, and Kayla Bloss, which is going. She's going to Northwestern next year because she's only a junior for field hockey. So the four of them have really been great with their leadership and keeping everybody on the same page and focused and ready to go. What other teams are looking good in Monsignor Martin? Uh, Mount Mercy is also undefeated this year so far. Uh, they We actually did, couldn't beat them last year, so we play them on Wednesday, and that should be a really good game to see. Um, kind of how we play against them. Uh, The other big team in the league is usually Mount St. Mary's, and we played them last week, and we actually came out on top 10-6, which was kind of nice because they were the ones that beat us in the semifinals, so it was the rematch a year in the making. And this year, Buff Sem is actually playing really well. Uh, So we actually play them on Monday, so I can see kind of what everyone's talking about. But they have two of the three top scorers in the league in our league right now so when does the regular season end and playoffs start uh, our playoffs start on may 24th that's our semifinals, and then our finals are on the 26th oh that's late you think softball's yeah. all already over yeah. and done like uh second weekend and uh Mm-hmm. That well, that's Saturday, and then the Monday and Wednesday, depending on rain and which schools have to change softball because mm-hmm. of proms and all that other. Oh, stuff. proms <laughs> definitely. Uh, <laughs> coaches usually yeah. shake their heads when they're here around proms. I was like, oh no, this is a headache I don't need. You know, we're battling for first. We're going to miss this player and that player because of the prom. Oh, didn't one year when Lancaster went to the uh, yes. Far West Regionals, they. Change their, their prom dresses on the bus coming back or something <laughs> crazy. It was. They had a whole different special party for him. It was pretty cool. Oh, that, yeah, okay, that's what cool. it was. I, I still remember, oh, uh, 
Coltis? What was that girl's name from Lancaster? Coltis. Coltis. What an athlete. I still have nightmares about her. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll find out who some of the other top players are in Western New York in girls lacrosse. You're listening to Inside High School Sports on WGR Sports Radio 550. We're back. One last segment of Inside High School Sports, and then draft coverage starts at 11. Nate Geary and the guys, they'll have a lot to talk about today. And again, best of luck What's to this, Chad Kelly. Is a frontier Kelly. reunion or something? What's going on here? Yeah, I think so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that smile goes from ear to ear, doesn't it? That's why they call him Sunshine. <laughs> Uh, so uh, stay tuned right here to WGR Sports Radio 550. Kind of guys get into throwing out some of the names. Who are the top players? And I know you guys mentioned a few, especially on on your clubs, but some of the players around, whether it's Monsignor Martin or Section 6, uh, who are doing good things. Well, I mean, I I got a bunch of them in New Hoppin, but okay. I know Hamburg, uh, Megan Maxwell, uh, had a really big game, three goals, three assists last night. She's going to Lake Erie, College Division Two. Uh, West Seneca West, uh, Sarah Ranero has a great goalie over there. Her name's Ray Turbinero. She's also going to Mercyhurst. Uh, and then we talked about Scanlon, who's a, a complete stud over there. Uh, and she's going to Louisville. Um, I, we have uh, Sam Burrow right now from Buff Sem is going to Edinburgh. Uh, she's had a really good season. She leads the the league right now she has 39 points with 30 goals and nine assists which is kind of crazy um then we have gina perna is our second leader from sacred heart and with 17 goals and seven ascent uh seven assists and then caitlin hart is from mount st mary's uh she's has 15 goals and six assists right now so she's having a really good season as well i know lancaster has Alyssa markowski she's going to edinburgh to actually play for a, a former uh uh Legend. Uh, used to be the Redskins, but now the legend. She's coaching over there now. And Allison Kasperzak is going to Finley, Ohio, which is very good lacrosse. So you're starting to see a lot of uh, Western New Yorkers. You're seeing a lot of scholarships. Yes, yeah. mm-hmm. tons of them. And you're seeing a lot of these girls going to that, that Peace Ackley, that Pennsylvania Athletic Conference, Slippery Rock. I, I, had, a, I had about three girls down there. Uh, Edinburgh. Uh, it's great for these girls to get down there, and super excited. Uh, I got girls playing all the time, and they always call me, and it's fantastic. Tim, you mentioned during the break that West Seneca West, who's having a great season in the B division, lost a big game yesterday. Yeah, that was I was I was really watching that one because two of my old uh, players are coaching there, Sarah Nero and Jessica Nero. They played Hamburg, and uh, they they dropped that game. Uh, last night, so Hamburg's going to probably step up and be a number one in Class B. They were one two in the division. Yes, so. and listen, there, there was going to be more battles and yeah, with those two uh, later in the year. So that's always a good game to watch. Kitty Ryan does a great job over at Hamburg. It's always a big rival game for us, you know. So this is that's I'm always interested in that. And then, like I said. I'm really excited. We mentioned Grand Island. I have Jen Schelke, who played for me, and then Sarah and Jess Renero, who played for me, and then um, my uh, JV coach, uh, Emily Pasternak, who played for me, too. So I'm, I, I get excited when I see all these oh, girls sure. getting to coach, and it makes makes me happy. Oh, I, I totally can relate. Uh, how do we – you know, we talk – on the boys' side, are we closing the gap to Rochester and Syracuse statewide? How is it as far as the girls go? 
I, for me, when we go out and we play there, we always have a very difficult time. You know, uh, it, they're, they start a lot earlier than we do, and that's the problem. And that's what some of the things that we're trying to do. We're trying to change a culture. Uh, and I know that's probably what you're trying to do at your school, and that's what I did at my school when I started. It's all about culture change and and the importance and the lessons that you learn on the lacrosse field. And we're starting to see that. I'm, I would probably say another five years until we could really start battling. Lakeshore is a, is a team that has already beat a couple West uh, Rochester teams. And uh, I know uh, Lancaster has beat uh, Rochester teams in the past. Right. So we're there with some of them. You know, it's just when it comes to a championship, you know, uh, are they going to finish it? And I think Lakeshore has a really good opportunity to, to do that this year. Is it like the boys, though, that, you know, what Rochester does to us when they get to Syracuse for the state semis or whatever, Syracuse more or less does that to Rochester? Uh, Sometimes it depends. It's, you know, West Jenny forever has just been, you know, the powerhouse. When I grew up in Rome, New York, that's, I mean, everyone got got on two knees and bowed to West Jenny. You know, like the Penyans and all these. Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Liverpool is a program. Cicero uh, North, Syracuse. uh, Fayetteville, Manulis. I I mean, that's where I grew up. Easy for you to say. See, that's where I grew up. So, you know, my dad was an old ball coach there forever. So, I mean, Rome Free Academy were very powerful football, but then lacrosse, not so much. Tim, during the break, we we also talked about the state rankings, and I, and I know you guys are off to a great start at 7-0, and but in Class A, you guys were like 44th Whoa. in New York State, and I was taken back by that, but you really weren't. You said those teams downstate, like on Long Island, it's a oh, yeah. way of life, and, and it looked like the first 20 teams they mentioned were all from Long Island. Yeah, that's a, that's a different world down there. Okay. They, that's, they're fantastic. You know, and I, the fact that I, if you say that, I believe you. I'm happy. That's we've broken forty fourth. We're getting better, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the fact that I mean, look at it this way. You're, yeah, those programs are unbelievable. But look at how many scholarships we're getting out of this area. You can't complain about that. No, no, you can't. And it's just this great opportunity. Like I said, it's the fastest growing sport, but it's also the fastest growing sport in college. Your 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 numbers aren't as high as football. It's a great spring sport for these girls, and they're and they're seeing it's it's really a low cost sport as well. And oh, between see- lacrosse and rugby, it, yeah. I mean, it's incredible. And you're seeing all these. Um, the Gators just added a program a couple of years ago. They're doing fantastic. Georgia, Tennessee, they're starting to uh, also that SEC is starting to add these programs too, because you're starting to see it blow up down south. And out west in Colorado. Which means they'll be up here recruiting. Oh, yes. Which is good for our kids. Absolutely. All right. Uh, I can't thank you enough, Christina Hartman and Tim Mislinski. You guys are fantastic today. Derek, thank you as always. Frank and Roger. And uh, thanks to the whole crew in there uh, for uh, doing a great job. We'll talk to you guys next week with more Inside High School Sports. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.